she didn't see me just so broken at first. And she said, what happened to you? You even look different. Come on. So thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For allowing God to roam freely in this place. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, lift your hands right now. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Touch her right now in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Give her a dose, Lord, of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My goodness. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So we just came through talking about, you know, offering and the rich young ruler. And, and I just want to keep going. So Matthew 20. For the kingdom of God is like the owner of an estate who went out in the morning along with the dawn to hire workmen for his vineyard. After seeing with the, after agreeing with the laborers for a denarii a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you go also in the, into the vineyard and whatever is right, I'll pay you. And they went. He went out again about the sixth hour, noontime, and the ninth hour, three o'clock, and he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, five o'clock, he went out and found still others standing around and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered him, because nobody has hired us. He told them, you go into the vineyard also, and you will get whatever is just and fair. What I want to point out right there is <laughs> notice how it, 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 uh, the agreement decreased. <laughs> it went from, I'll pay you a denarii a day, to I'll pay you what I feel is right, <laughs> uh -huh. to, to I'll pay you whatever is just and fair. It went, from, it went from just and fair to I'll pay you what is right to a denarii a day. I'll actually, this is, this is, this is the agreement. And I think a lot of times, you know, this, this scripture is just talking about that we, the people that, sometimes in the, in the church world, you might be going to church 10, 20, 30 years, right? And you see someone that is fresh in the kingdom, that just gets saved, gets lit on fire, amen, gets the payment of salvation, right? Gets forgiveness, gets all the things. These are the payments. These are the denarii. These are, the, these, are, these are what you get paid now for coming into the kingdom. And sometimes we can get into a place of, well, why are they? Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me continue reading. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard, verse 8, when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to, the, said to his manager, call the workmen and pay them their wages, beginning with the last and ending with the first. There's that last and first thing again. And those who had been hired at the 11th hour, 5 o'clock, came and received a denarii each. And when the first came, they supposed that they would get more. But each of them also received a denarii. They assumed they would get more because they were working longer. And when they received it, they grumbled at the owner of the estate, saying, these men who came last worked no more than an hour, and yet you have made them rank with us? Who have borne the burden of oh, poor you and the scorching heat of the day? But he answered one of them, friend, I am doing this, I am doing you no, in, no injustice. Did you not agree with me for a denarii? Take what belongs to you and go. I chose to give you this man... I chose, to, I chose to give to this man hired last the same as I give to you. 
Am I not permitted to do what I choose with what is mine? Or do you begrudge me? Do you begrudge my being generous? Is your eye evil because I'm good? So those who now are last will then be first. And those who now are first will then be last. Hallelujah. For many are called, but few are chosen. You know, we had a young man come in at Wave Wednesday. His name is Ty. And um, he, uh, it was his first time at Wave, okay? And I was, on a, I was doing a series on the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues, what it's for, like the move of the Spirit. I was, you know, basically on a s- series of the school of the Spirit. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, you know, many got filled that night. We had a guy here on the front row. He got filled with the Holy Ghost, started praying in tongues, started doing all this stuff. Amen. And he was yelling, thank you. Jesus. I mean, you can see freedom was all over this kid. And I said, I said, you know, don't get beat up because you didn't receive it today. I said, some of you are going to get it on the way home in your car. I said, some of you are going to get it in your shower. Like I did. I got hit with the joy after a meeting. I went to, you know, Pastor Rodney's, Pastor Rodney's meeting. Everyone's getting hit with the joy. Everybody. I mean, it was like madness in the room. And I'm sitting there like, all right, when's it going to happen? You know, I'm like sitting there like, all right, cool. My turn's next, you know. And I was so discouraged. I remember going, but I remember I didn't even leave the property. I drove in that little back road there and it hit me like it was a suddenly, Pastor Marcel. I said it was a suddenly, Pastor Marcel. (laughs) I said it was a suddenly, Pastor Marcel. So Ty... You know, Alicia texts our group chat and says, and just says, man, Ty, Ty called me and said, man, I'm driving home and all of a sudden I just start speaking in tongues. He said, all of a sudden it just came out of me. Then go one further. He said, I had to pull the car over because I started laughing uncontrollably. I said, it was a suddenly Pastor Marcel. But that's what happened to him. Suddenly, just like that, boom, started praying in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because he had his heart open. But many in the church would see that and go, man, Lord, I've been in church. I've been hearing about praying in tongues for this long. Why have I not received anything? You know, and he said he got real with the Lord. He said, man, I opened up my heart to the Lord. And I said, Lord, if this is of you, if this is of you, Lord, I want it. I want it all. If this is of you, Lord, I want it all. And that's what that scripture is talking about right there. There'll be people coming in. And listen, you've got to get hungry and thirsty for the Lord yourself. Amen. Don't miss out on the things of God and then see someone else who's brand new in the faith. Right? Brand new in the faith. And they get the whole nine yards. They get praying in tongues, the joy. They get drunk. They get everything. And then use that as an excuse to, to belittle yourself. Man, no. It's available to you. There is nothing wrong with anybody in the room right now. Nothing wrong with you. You've got to open up your heart and trust. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You've got to trust the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Huh. The Lord is good. But you've got to trust him. 
got to open up your heart and say, Lord, if this, you know, you can't be, uh, you can't be like, man, you know, praying in tongues, whatever, you know, I don't even know if it's for now. Come on. Like, you got to, Ty got it. Ty got it. So if it didn't, if it didn't work, it wouldn't have worked. It works. Amen. This thing works. Amen. We're coming up to taking territory. How are you going to take territory if you're not taking it in the spirit first? You got to take it in the spirit and then it manifests itself into the natural. And how do you take territory? How do you take territory in your family, in your personal life, in your finances? How do you take territory? You shandrabo kuriyasata, rondenenemoso kuriyate, and then you rombo sakarabasu. Isn't that a free run up the side? It's, it's, it's like the devil's going to go, yep, go ahead, have, have everything the Lord. Have everything the Lord has made available to you. Go ahead, just have it. Have it. No, he's going to fight you. He's going to fight you. But it's a good fight. The Bible says it's a good fight. Why? Because we win. A good fight is a fight you win. Amen. If I know I'm going into a fight against somebody and, and, I, and I know, you know what? He has a bad knee. Bam! Right? You know he has a bad knee. You kick him right in the knee. Bam! Falls down. That's a good fight. Yeah. So if the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are what? Mighty. Mighty through God. Hallelujah. Then you've got you've to get it. You've got to win the battle in the spirit first. Amen. But you've got weapons. You've got praying in the Holy Ghost. You've got the blood of Jesus. You've got the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. But you win it in the spirit first. Whatever it is, financially, maybe your family, whatever it is, man, you pray in tongues. You pray in tongues. Amen. You stir yourself up. The Bible says when you pray in tongues, you stir up your most holy faith. Is, is tongues that big of a deal? I'll tell you, it is. We, we've had people walk out of here because we pray in tongues. I don't care. No, it's a big deal. Because people have been programmed from the beginning of their life. Listen, what we have, what we, what we had this morning and what we're, what, we're doing, what we're talking about right now, we're... We're not that tongue-talking church. No, we're the church. We're not that laughing church. No, we are the church. I refer you to the book of Acts. The book of Acts where the church was birthed. Amen. All that good stuff. Laying on of hands, laughing, getting drunk, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is the Turley church. So we're not that church. We are the church. Hallelujah. And this is how the Lord intended it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the other thing, listen, I love you guys so much. But what is this thing of, well, if Pastor Caleb's not here, I'm not going to church. What is that? What is that? I'm just going to hit it. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't need, hey, I've got a bunch of crazy 13 to 19 year olds that are my amen corner. And I have a wife that's my amen corner. They'll amen me down the whole place. Amen. So I don't need your amens. I got a bunch of 13 year olds that'll amen me. But what is this? And a lot of times we look at the man, but we don't, we don't understand that it's, just, it's by the spirit of the Lord. It's by the presence of God. God is in the room. Is, it, is, is, is God in the room? Yes. Absolutely. 
And a lot of people don't receive because they look to a man. They don't receive. Lord, I want to pray in the Holy Ghost, but, you know, only when Pastor Caleb's here. And we love Pastor Caleb. The Lord uses, I mean, that, I'm kidding me, I'm his biggest fan. Probably a b- bigger, no, I'm not going to say. He's amazing. But what is that? Oh, you know, we're just human. Yeah, get out of your soul. Yeah, you're human. Yeah, get out of the soul realm and look to the Lord. Amen. Look up. <laughs> look up because that's where your help comes from. Amen. It's the spirit of God. It's not a man. Amen. God uses us as a vessel. Amen. And what we give you, what we give you is milk. I don't give you, it might be sound doctrine. It might be very sound doctrine. But it's, again, I'm feeding. Have you ever seen an infant take his bottle and just feed himself? No. But what we do, we feed, we give you the milk. The, the, where the milk turns to meat is when you go home. When you go home and you open the word for yourself and you allow the word to speak to you for yourself and you get your own revelation of the word. Every single one of you right now, you can go home, open the word, and the Lord will speak something different to every single one of you. But you're reading the same passage of scripture. That's the word. The word is alive. Hallelujah. The word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Amen. Heaven and earth is going to pass away. This word is going to remain. Hallelujah. God even holds this word above his name. It's not the word like a fire, like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. So what do you do? Man, you start swinging the word against anything that's going on in your life. Swing the word. Swing it. You've got to work the word. If you want the word to work for you, you've got to work the word. You've got to get it on the inside of you. So when life squeezes you, it's what comes out. Amen. Life will squeeze you. Whatever's on the inside, when you're squeezed, is what's going to come out. Get the word on the inside of you. Amen. It's through the word. It's by the word. Word in the spirit. Amen. Some people are too much word. They're too much word, so they're legalistic. And then some people are too much spirit, and they're flaky. Some people are too much spirit, so they're like floating over here, you know. They're like floating, you know. The Lord's so good, man. But they're not grounded because they have no word. It's the word and the spirit together. Amen. It's how we take territory. Amen. It's how you stay grounded. It's how when you see something that looks weird, you call it out. That's not, that's not of the Lord. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not even going to. I don't care about that. That's not of the Lord. Amen. I want to talk to you really quickly. 3 John chapter 2. And let me tell you how we, <laughs> we love everybody, don't we? We love everybody. Yeah. But let me tell you something. You're not going to come in here and mess with our people. <laughs> and this is how we deal with it. 3 John chapter 2. Is it verse, I'm sorry, 3 John 2. I have written briefly to the church, but Diotrephes, who likes to take the lead among them and put himself first and does not acknowledge my authority and refuses to accept my suggestions or even listen to me. Oh my goodness, I can, on the top of my head right now, I'm seeing faces pop up. Not to be judgmental. We love them, right? You love them. You love them. Amen. But they don't even honor authority. They don't even take your suggestions. Hey, I think you should do this. No, you're wrong. 
you're wrong. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, I, I didn't make myself a pastor here. <laughs> the Lord spoke to the head. All of them, all of our pastors here. You talk about greatest in the kingdom. Man, some of these guys are the greatest in the kingdom. And, and let me tell you something, greatness is not relegated to the pastor title. Greatness is in the seats right now. You are the greatest in the kingdom. Amen. If you're humble like a child, the Bible says. If you're humble like a child and you operate in forgiveness and you operate in, in, in kindness and you op- you're the greatest in the kingdom. You serve the body. Right? You serve the body of Christ. You serve Jesus. You serve your brother. You serve your sister. Amen. And you think, listen, it doesn't matter where you serve. Amen. It doesn't matter where you serve. As long as you serve the body with joy and peace and no nothing attached and trying to move up or whatever, man, you know how, you know, let's just, let's just talk about the story and it's in um, Mark chapter, thank you, Jesus. You know, I had it and then I moved my little thing. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Mark chapter 30, Mark chapter 9, verse 31. Hallelujah. For he was engaged for the time, for the time being in teaching his disciples. He said to them, the son of man is being delivered into the hands of men and they will put him to death. And when he has been killed after three days, he will rise from death. But they did not comprehend what he was saying. And they were afraid to ask him what this statement meant. When they arrived in Capernaum and when they were in the house, he asked them, what were you discussing and arguing about on the road? Here we go. Buckle up. But they kept still for on the road. They had discussed and disputed with one another who was the greatest. Just, so right after Jesus tells them, I'm actually leaving, they start, oh, who's going to replace Jesus? Oh, who's going to be the greatest? And they're arguing and disputing, I'm the greatest. No, 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 I'm the greatest. No, 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 no. You don't understand who I am. No, 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 you don't get what I left. No, 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 me, 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 my, 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 I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. And Jesus perceived it. Amen. And then he goes on to bring correction as only Jesus can bring. Amen. He sat down and called the 12 apostles and said to them, if anyone desires to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a little child and put him in the center of their group and taking him in his arms, he said to them, whoever in my name and for my sake accepts and receives and welcomes one such child also accepts and receives and welcomes me. And whoever so receives me receives not only me, but him who sent me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So right as Jesus gives them, this is the plan of salvation that Jesus just unveiled to the disciples. This is the plan. He finally tells them, well, here's what I'm, here's what I'm here for. This is what I'm going to do. And then right after, they start talking about, well, who's going to replace Jesus? <laughs> right after, oh, no, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. You're going to follow me now. My goodness. Back to, back to third John. So when I arrive, verse 10, so when I arrive, I will call at attention to what he's doing. He is boiling over and casting malicious reflections upon us with insinuating language. This is how Paul dealt with it. And not satisfied with that, he refuses to receive and welcome the missionary brethren himself and also interferes with and forbids those who would welcome them and tries to expel, excommunicate them from the church. Why? Because the spotlight's not on him. The spotlight's not on him. It has to be on him all the time. Amen. 
And I'll tell you this, we're going to start dealing with, like, with, with st- <laughs> we're going to start dealing with stuff like that, just like that. Amen. Because the time is coming. Amen. The true body of Christ needs to rise up. And all this political stuff needs to go away. Hallelujah. And let's talk about, let's go down to verse 12. Here we meet Demetrius. Demetrius has a warm commendation from everyone and from the truth itself. We, we add our testimony also, and you know that our testimony is true. Hallelujah. So don't be a Diotrephes, be a uh, Demetrius. Amen. That's why it's so important. We got people running around here with ministries that hasn't even served another ministry. Amen. Hasn't even put their hands to the work of another ministry. Hallelujah. They're running around here with their own thing, out in la-la land over there. Amen. Doing their own thing, but they've not come up under another man of God and say, hey, listen, God has called me to do big things. God has called me to do great things, but I'm going to come under you and learn and glean, and I'm going to learn, and I'm going to support, and I'm going to support your vision in prayer and faith that God's going to provide for my vision. That's why it's so important to get around here. Amen. And, and, and get your hands into the dirt of, this, of, of serving. Amen. And, and come alongside one another. Hallelujah. And serve the body of Christ. Amen. Because, listen, your, your personal vision for your life might just be to have a great home, and that's awesome. Because that's your first ministry. Your vision for your life might be, Lord, may my kids just always walk in the things of God. That is holy. And that is generational, and that is lineage. It's not just relegated to, 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 to the fivefold ministry. Well, I'm not called to be a pastor. I'm not called to be an evangelist. I'm not called to be a teacher. I'm not called. You're called to be a great dad. You're called to be a great dad. I'm here today because of a great dad. Hallelujah. I did some stupid things. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is good. Thank you, Lord. <sighs> I don't even know where I am. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But um, going back to Matthew 20. It's only after, if you look at Matthew 20, let's just go down. So the Lord goes through the whole thing. Now, you know, those who are first will be last. And, and he goes through the whole thing of the, the workers that come late will be paid the same amount of wage than the ones that's been working for hours and hours and hours. Notice how they describe their work. Your attitude matters. You've been saved for 20, 30 years and you got no joy. Okay, we need, to, we need to figure this out. You've been serving the Lord <laughs> all these years, and you look like death warmed up? We need to talk about this. Right? We need to, <laughs> we need to have a conversation. Because notice, they said, oh, we toiled and worked in the scorching heat all day long. Oh, my goodness. Man, go and do something else. Go do something else, bro. You know what I mean? Amen. Go do something else. You serve the body of Christ. You serve the Lord. You do it with joy. It doesn't matter what you're doing. 
taking out the trash, you take out the trash with joy, you wash, you're, you're cleaning the bathrooms, you do it with joy, because it's unto the Lord. Again, take your eyes off of man. You're not cleaning the bathrooms for Pastor Caleb. <laughs> you're not doing it for Pastor Caleb, you're doing it as unto the Lord. Amen. As, as, as much, listen, you think, huh, you think, there, I, I want to please Pastor Caleb more than anybody in the room. Before Pastor Caleb asks for something, I want it done before he finishes a sentence. That's how much I honor him. But that's honor. That's not like me kissing up. That's honor. I honor him. I honor him. Hey, Mark, can you go get me? Boom. I want it, I want it to be like right there. Here you go. Done. Because I honor. Amen. So you honor the man. You honor the, you honor the office. But the Lord, it's, it's through the everything. This is the Lord. Amen. Amen. This ministry, the worship team, my goodness, the worship team, and how they honor the presence and host the presence, and, and you know, that all, that's, that's the Lord. It's the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so you serve the Lord. You serve Him with gladness. Amen. Any position, and, you know, don't be a looky-loo. <laughs> yeah. No, we got looky-loos around. Not in this ministry, because this ministry is amazing. But a looky-loo is, is, is someone that will stand by the side and watch everybody else work. Oh, that's nice. Oh, man, they really cleaned the carpets today. Man, that's nice. Oh, the property looks so nice. Oh. This, is, this is what they do right here. Do, do this right here. They do this. Oh. oh, you got an LED wall? Wow. You ugly thing, get into the fight. Amen. Serve the kingdom. You know what I mean? Serve the kingdom of God. Get into it. Amen. You will, I'll tell you, you, you make friendships that way that last a lifetime. Amen. But don't stand on the side and let everybody else serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't get mad at the one that just received everything and they're excited. Don't quench their excitement. You stir it up. You let that excitement come on you. Amen. You let them minister to you, the ones that are newly saved and excited and want to run for the Lord. Amen. You link hands with them and say, hey, listen, I'm, my engine's sputtering a little bit. I need a tow. <laughs> you know, hook to them. Let them, let them pull you. And then, and, and, and then eventually you're running together. Amen. But don't stand on the wayside. Don't stand over and think, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I have nothing to offer the Lord. Are you kidding me? Every single one of you has something to offer the Lord. You've got something to offer this house. You've got something to offer your brother and your sister. Amen. Nobody here is a mistake. No one here is, is there's, no, there's no mistakes in the kingdom of God. There's no seat fillers in here. Amen. You are, all of you have a purpose in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So then, then after he deals with this, then he reveals again. Let's go to Matthew 20, verse 18. Now he tells them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will sentence him to death, and deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and whipped and crucified, and he will be raised to life on the third day. So only after he talks about the vineyard workers does he reveal the plan of salvation. Amen. Because he understands. Man, the, 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 minute I, the minute I tell him the plan of salvation, he knew. He knew there was going to be unrest within the disciples. 
because now I'm going away. And now once they, they're going to run around like a chicken with a head cut off. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But he does not leave us helpless. Amen. The plan of salvation does not leave you helpless. The plan of salvation ends in Acts with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Rick Shelton, when he was here, oh my goodness, I watched that thing over and over and over again. Because when he laid it out, how the plan of salvation didn't end on the third day. Although the resurrection has bought us so much. But the plan ended 53 days later at the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In the upper room. The plan was, for Jesus even said, it's more expedient that I go. And if I don't go, the helper's not going to come. Amen. So he didn't leave them helpless. Amen. He left them endued with power. Endued with power. You are endued with power. You have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. You pray in the You got power. You got power. Amen. On the inside of you. The world's not happening to you. You're happening to the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But that power is accessed through your prayer language, through praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then the mother of Zebedee, verse 20. <laughs> Moms, you know. <laughs> Moms. Man, I remember when my mom, she would, my mom would come home every day with clothes for us. She would just, you know, she would work in the city. And every day, she would stop by the Gap. It was back in the day. Stop by the Gap and bring us home clothes. And I know it kind of bugged my dad every day. It was like, look what I got you. Look what I got you. Moms, moms are awesome. So she came up to him with her sons and kneeling worshipped him and asked a favor. And he asked her, what do you wish? She answered him, give orders that these two sons of mine may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your kingdom. But Jesus replied, you don't realize what you're asking. Again, this is after the plan of salvation comes, comes to light. <clears throat> Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism which I'm about to be baptized? They answered, we are able. Man, do you know how, do you know how James and John... John, got, John was baptized in hot oil. <laughs> you got to be careful what you say. <laughs> We're able, Lord. We'll do it. James was baptized in his own blood by a sword. Be careful what you ask for the Lord. You might get it. <laughs> Amen. He said to them, you will drink my cup. This is Jesus now like, all right. It's, it's almost like Jesus placated to them a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll... Go drink from my cup. But seats at my right hand and at my left are not mine to give. Wow. Talk about humility. Talk about humility. This is Jesus fully knowing, fully knowing what was about to happen. Fully knowing that he was going to go to a cross, hang, be crucified, right? Be spat at, <laughs> be ridiculed, made fun of. This is, this is Jesus fully knowing the plan of salvation, what he was about to walk into. And he says, that's not even my call. There was no entitlement in Jesus. There was no entitlement in Jesus. How dare we have entitlement in the body of Christ? You are owed nothing. The only thing you are, the only thing you are to do is to press in to the Lord. Amen. The Bible says to owe no man anything but to love them. That's it. 
That's all you owe and that's all should be owed to you. Amen. The Lord promotes in your job, in ministry. It's God who promotes. It's not man who promotes. You don't have to manipulate man to get behind your ministry. You don't have to do any of it. You run after Jesus. You do the things that Jesus is telling you to do. Amen. You do the known will of God for your life. Come out soul winning. That is the known will of God for your life. Amen. Live rightly. Live, live upright. Live just lives. Love everybody. Amen. Don't be quick to judge. Don't be quick to anger. Be quick to listen. Amen. And the Lord will take care of everything. He opens doors and closes doors. The Lord will speak to a complete stranger and put, put his name on your heart. Did you know who Caleb Bring was? No, absolutely not. Had no idea, but spoke a name into his heart while he was driving home one day. The Lord will speak to people on your behalf. Complete, if the Lord can drop a name into someone's spirit, point on, like smack on. It wasn't like Caleb Singh. Caleb sounds like Ding. No, gave him the exact name. Why can't the Lord do that for you? We kind of get in the way. We try to manipulate and we try to... Da, da, da. Let me tell you something, man. The Lord is your source and your supply. And the Lord has your back. You don't have to manipulate in the professional world, in the ministry world. You don't have to go and seek anybody out. The Lord will bring them to you. The Lord will bring them to you. Amen. The Lord will bring them to you. The Lord will orchestrate things that only He can orchestrate. He will orchestrate it. Only, and then you look back and you go, well, that was the Lord. That was Jesus. That was that. I couldn't even fabricate that stuff. With my little stupid eight-pound brain, I couldn't even make that happen. Even if I planned for years, it wouldn't happen that way. Amen. But you do what the Lord is telling you to do. Serve him. Amen. Serve your brothers. Serve your sisters. Man, the Lord will open doors for you. The Lord will take care of you. Amen. I don't know why I did that just now. That was weird. Thank you, Jesus. So humble. No entitlement. So humble. He said, man, that's not even my call. I'm just here to do what my father asked me to do. Thank you, Jesus. But they are, um, let's continue, verse 23. But they are for those of whom they have been ordained and prepared by my father. Then they got mad at James and John. The other disciples got mad at them. Got really upset with them. But then, but when the other Ten disciples heard this. They were indignant at the two brothers. And Jesus called them to him and said, You know the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great men hold them in subjection, tyrannizing over them. Not so shall it be among you. But whosoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever desires to be first, must you must um, uh, first among you, must be your slave, just as the Son of Man came not to be waited on, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, the price paid to set them free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It shall not be this way among you. Church, it will not be this way among you. Not here. Not here. Amen. Not here. It will not be that way among you. Amen. You will work together. You will serve each other. Amen. Amen. There are connections in here. 
There are, I mean, destinies ready to be unveiled in this room. But it comes first by serving each other, getting to know each other, being a family, girding up each other. Amen? You can never operate in love and pride at the same time. No way. doesn't mix. Humility, humility and love operate together. Amen. Pride and love doesn't operate together. There's no place. It's completely different. Amen. Be humble. Amen. Be teachable. Be usable. Hallelujah. That's the way we take territory for the kingdom of God. Amen. No one, not, not through entitlement, not through anything, not through, not through manipulation, any of that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If I can get someone on the keys real quick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Just put your eyes on Jesus right now. Put your eyes on him. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy, God. Just put your eyes on Jesus right now. Jesus, we praise you. We honor you. We give you praise and worship. We are so thankful, Lord God. We're so thankful for everything that you've done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. With every head bow and eye closed, if I can have Pastor Summer just come up real quick. Pastor Summer is leaving on a, on a missionary trip this week. Pastor Antonio, please come. We're going to lay hands on her. She's going. Pastor Summer, can we share where you're going or no? It's a, she's going to Korea. Come on. Wrecking ball for the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Antonio, just lay hands on her. Thank you, Lord. We're going to pray right now. Pastor Jeff, if you want to be a catcher for your wife, you can, or you can, you can lay hands on your wife. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Stretch your hands out towards her right now. That's it. Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's it right now. Lord, that your hand of protection is on her, Lord Jesus. No evil comes near her. She'll be about her as a wall of fire, Lord God. Nothing, nothing comes against her. She's there. That she will have opportunities. Doors would be open. Doors would be open. Doors would be open that's not normally open to anybody else will open for Pastor Summer. In the schools will open. Even the schools will open up. Jesus, Jesus, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, great will be the work. Great will be the work. Great will be the work. <laughs> Impactful will be the work. Impactful will be the work. Impactful. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> well, listen. I spoke today about the vineyard workers. And maybe you're in here and you've been serving the Lord for a little while. You've been serving Jesus for a little bit. You've been sitting under this, these, these teachings for a little while. And you say, man, how can someone that just got saved get everything that I've been believing you for, Lord Jesus? I've been standing in faith for it, Lord. I've been standing for, for, for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Father, I've never felt the touch of heaven. 
Lord, I've never felt your presence. I've never felt the fire of God. Listen, if that's you in this room right now, the anointing is here. The presence of God is here. You run up to these altars and lift your hands. The fire of God will touch you today. Hunger and thirst after righteousness, and you will be filled. For Jesus even said to the woman at the well, you don't even have a bucket and a rope. How are you going to give me water that I'll never thirst of again? Jesus said, man, you, if you drink of the water of the world, you'll thirst again. But the water that I give you, the water that I give you, you will never thirst again. And to go somewhere you've never been, you've got to do something you've never done. To go to a place you've never been, you've got to do something you've never done. That's it, right there. Jesus. Don't miss this opportunity. people from being touched by the Lord is they don't want to look a certain way. Lord, I don't want to look drunk. I don't want to have snot coming down my nose. I don't want to be laughing like a, like a crazy person. I tell you, you grab any one of these people that's been on the floor here, and you ask them how's their experience. You know what you'll never hear? You'll never hear them say, oh, that was the worst time I've ever had. I'll put money on that one, too. You can take that to the bank. They'll never say, oh, that was terrible. That was horrible. I don't want to do that again. You'll never hear that come out of their mouth. Because it's good. It's only good. For he is only good. I'm going to just leave it open. I can't get hungry for you. you got to get hungry for yourself. I'm going to just leave it open. You want a touch from the Lord right now. Come up. See? That's my amen corner right there. 